everybody welcome to another episode of the blue podcast where we talk about all things psychology how the mind influences behavior and so today we are going to talk about how behavior is created and so is behavior created yes in a sense yes right um, so we have what we call nature versus nurture, right? Your genetics. Um, but then I think a bulk of the influence comes from our environment, meaning that our parents, our caregivers, uh, when we go to school, our teachers, and as we are growing up, you know, we have our peers, our friends. And so in a sense yes behavior is created but then we also have our genetics our innate personalities and so it, it all um fuses together to 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 create behavior or to create personality right when we talk about extrovert introvert that is very innate or somewhere in between that is very innate and so a person can be an introvert and there's nothing you can do to change the way they behave right yeah them being introvert someone can be an extrovert and there's nothing you can do to change that that is innate but then when it comes to certain behavior right um let's say what we call the fixed mindset and the growth mindset right for some people they believe you know this is how i behave there's nothing i can do to change the way i behave but then there are other people who are like you know i can improve my 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 personality i can improve upon my mindset right because remember our minds influences our behavior and so the question is how is behavior created um as a baby as a baby coming into the world right even in the womb because the first two organs that are created is the heart and the brain but we are going to focus on the brain since we're doing psychology right um so the brain as the brain is developing there are what we call neurons right neurons are also being developed in the brain because these neurons is really what makes us us right these neurons is what causes us to make sense of the world is what causes our body to function the way it functions right and so the, the neurons we have the central nervous system and we have um the peripheral nervous system i think if i'm not mistaken right they all are powered by our neurons but then when it comes to psychology our neurons are important because it is through our neurons that we are able to create neural pathways that helps to influence our behavior and so as a baby comes into the world their neurons are you know in a way that they, they don't have behavior patterns if i can say right and so there's something i call pre-installed abilities and so each neuron in specific brain regions so we have the prefrontal cortex we have the um, limbic system we have the hippocampus we have the amygdala 
we also have the cerebral um, cortex and so we have all these brain regions and these brain regions have neurons right and so for example the amygdala is a brain region that houses our emotions right the prefrontal cortex is a brain region that houses our cognitive abilities right and so all of this is already created in our brain but then as a child coming into the world you don't yet have your language abilities are not yet created right your cognitive abilities are not yet created your social abilities are not yet created and so now it's going to take your caregiver your parents to help create these abilities or these skills within you right and how is that done that is done through external stimuli and so if you're wanting to help develop cognitive abilities in a child what are some of the external stimuli that you engage the child in maybe you read to them or you read with them you have dialogue with them you teach them different languages right you teach them to write maybe you play games with them they go outside um to play if you're looking to build a social their social ability their social skills you um engage them in social play in group play you know they 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 might they might join a ballet class they might join the soccer team they might join a swimming class right so all these are external stimuli that helps to um create that, that that helps to form or create abilities in our brain system what we also call neural pathways and so there are two types of abilities so we have the positive external stimuli and we have the negative external stimuli as a parent you want to engage your children in positive external stimuli what we also call the bonding process right because depending on the kind of stimuli the child is receiving you are releasing neurotransmitters which is going to help to with the brain development and to create um, healthy neural pathways or negative external stimuli is going to release cortisol which can be damaging to the brain development and which can be damaging to uh, the neurons in the brain and so as a parent you want to really engage your child in positive external stimuli you want to have that bonding process with them because the bonding process also releases oxytocin and it makes it uh, again the bonding process makes it easy for the child to develop social skills right social ability and so that is very important the absence of the bonding process will indicate trauma to the child and it's, it's not even necessarily the child but it's how the body and the brain is created and so when there is the absence of bonding meaning that there is a negative external stem stimuli maybe you indirectly neglect the child maybe you are yelling at the child ever so often um you are strict on the child right what happens is that the body senses that as danger right the body senses that as danger the body senses that as stress 
and stress on the mind of a child can be very devastating if i if i can put it so succinctly it can be very devastating on the mind on the um developing mind of a child and that chronic stress releases cortisol and cortisol is very damaging to the neural pathways of the brain and also depending on the kind of negative external stimuli that the child is experiencing it is going to um, adversely develop specific brain regions in the brain and so for example if you indirectly neglect the child meaning that although both parents live at home with the child there isn't much communication going on there isn't much engagement going on whenever the child comes to you and wants to have a conversation you shut them down immediately that can affect their emotional abilities right that that can affect their emotional abilities um causing anxiety later in life right codependency and again it can also adversely impact their social ability um developing addictions codependency unhealthy attachments later in life right and so you need to be aware of the two types of upbringing either you are bonding with your child creating um, positive external stimuli and impacting a a healthy brain development or you are engaging in negative external stimuli which releases cortisol in the child and which adversely impacts brain development causing trauma issues down the line later in life right and so with that being said and i hope (laughs) i hope this is clear enough for you with that being said how is behavior created and so i have a list here that i'm going to go through and hopefully um the dots are going to be connected for you and so number one repeated thoughts actions and experiences right and so repeated words repeated actions repeated experiences is the first step and so these repeated experiences again the the external stimuli it has to be positive if you're looking um for a productive behavior if you're looking to create a productive behavior in your child you want these external stimuli to be positive and not negative right and so repeated experiences these repeated experiences create neural pathways in the brain and the neural pathway is what is going to now automate behavior the neural pathways and so if you are looking for your child to have a healthy cognitive ability the repeated experience you want to engage your child in is either you're reading with them right um various topics you are engaging in healthy communication with them there's a healthy q a going on between the parent and the child um you're playing puzzle games strategic games problem solving games right you're teaching them how to um how to what what set goals right you're teaching them how to set goals and how to achieve goals at a very young age right you're teaching them about time management 
you're teaching them how to focus on a task right all of these experiences will now create neural pathways positive neural pathways which is going to now automate that child's behavior later in life right and so with a healthy cognitive ability they are able to do well academically and they are also able to do well professionally when they grow up and the opposite is true right and so the opposite is with depending on the repeated experience that the child has it's either you know you're criticizing the child all the time um you're telling them you know they are not smart that also is going to create a neural pathway right and when you criticize your child or tell them they are not smart that affects the cognitive ability that affects the prefrontal cortex specifically the executive function part of the brain and that can um impact them academically and also impact them professionally and so there are two types of experiences you can engage your child in positive or negative and you want to choose the positive right because it creates neural pathways and now these neural pathways is going to create either positive thought patterns or negative thought patterns and these thought patterns become very strong neural pathways which is not going to create subconscious thinking right and so if you have been engaging your child in a lot of problem solving games right and that has become a neural pathway and a strong um a positive thought pattern um in your brain which has now become subconscious your child is now going to grow up and have healthy analytical skills and healthy problem solving skills right whenever there's a problem the mind goes to work the subconscious mind goes to work and begins to look for solutions to that problem and so that is how um the thinking becomes automated with strong neural pathways depending on the experiences the repeated experiences the child is going through it's going to create subconscious thinking which is now going to um automate the way they think and so they, 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 a problem comes to them they don't run away from the problem because it's too challenging no they have those problem solving skills that is going to help them to solve the problem and so the subconscious thinking will now activate the reticular activating system and this system will begin to bring in series of confirmation right and so now that you have a child who is good at analytical thinking analytical skills problem solving it's going to bring more now when they go to school right and the teacher writes a problem on the on the on the chalkboard they are the first to answer the question and that once they are able to answer the question and the teacher affirms that they have answered the question correctly that is the reticular activating system bringing confirmation to solidify their thought pattern he says i am good at solving problems right and so these repeated confirmations throughout their life throughout the life of the child even as they are growing into their teenage years into their early 20s into adulthood right will now begin to build a belief system 
And so now the other belief system is I can solve problems. I love solving problems, right? I'm good at problem solving. I'm good at analytical skills. And so that belief system that they have will now begin to create specific perception, right? And so now they walk in the world just looking for problems to solve. And this is this is how um, innovate, innovative creators are, are, are born, right? Because their perception is, okay, I'm all about solving problems, right? This is where we have some of the best CEOs, <laughs> some of the best innovators, because their perception is we are able to solve problems. And so they walk around the world wearing a glass of problem solving. And so whenever they, 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 they see a situation, and so two people can be seeing the same situation, but then your perception is what is going to either cause you to act a certain way or cause you not to act a certain way, all right? And our perception also influences our feelings. And so when you perceive there is a problem to be solved, that causes you to want to solve that problem because you are confident enough to solve that problem. And your perception will also now influence your assumptions, right? And so your assumption now is, you know, I see your problem, I can solve it. I see your problem, I can solve it, right? Again, this is how entrepreneurs are created because entrepreneurs are people who like to solve problems, right? They see the problem, they come up with solutions and they create a product to solve that problem. And so, um the last point here is that your assumptions will cause you to behave either in a productive way or in a self-defeating way right but then your assumptions are coming from your childhood and the experiences you had growing up were they positive or were they negative right and so depending on your experiences growing up a behavior um a behavior is created right and so a child who was um who had healthy cognitive development will now grow up and do well professionally whereas a child who um did not go through that healthy cognitive development will now grow up and struggle academically and so this is how behavior is created. It starts from our experiences and creates neural pathways, creates um, our subconscious thinking, which creates our belief system. And once that belief system is created, it influences our perceptions and our assumptions. And these assumptions and perceptions influences how we behave. And so I hope this is helpful. I hope I was able to... Um, put my point across and if you have any questions about anything regarding psychology the mind behavior email me at lnjlifecoaching at gmail.com lnjlifecoaching at gmail.com and i'll catch you in the next podcast